Ladies and gentlemen, how's it going? It's your buddy Gavin from the Filibuster Freestyle and filibusterfreestyle.com. Got a good one coming up in a few minutes with Carl Ray, our buddy from Philadelphia. Haven't really talked to Carl on the pod since the Super Bowl. So uh, hopefully there's not going to be a lot of Eagles beating the Patriots talk. Regardless, I digress. Great topic today. Essentially, we're going to get into, into cover songs, but I'm not talking like the cover band at the bar on Friday night or the cover band at your cousin's wedding. I'm talking, we're going to pick the top five cover songs by bands that are already famous or singers that are already famous. That's going to come on the other side of the theme song. But quickly, check out our website, filibusterfreestyle.com. Feel free to follow me on Twitter. I'm your buddy Gavin, so you should follow me, at Gavin Viano. Instagram, very easy. Follow us at filibusterfreestyle. And, uh, well, of course, you know, we're always, we're always looking for positive reviews on iTunes. If you want to do a negative review, just call me. And if you don't have my phone number, then just don't leave a review or call me. Anyway, here comes the theme song, Carl Ray on the other side, top five cover bands by already famous bands and singers. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster, filibuster Watch out for the filibuster, filibuster, filibuster freestyle, filibuster freestyle, filibuster freestyle, it's the filibuster freestyle, filibuster freestyle. Okay, folks, as promised, from the Philadelphia area, it's Carl Ray. What's up, Carl? Not too much, Gavin. How are you? Dude, I'm feeling great. I love this topic idea. It's your idea. Uh, I'm very succinctly billing it from a a title standpoint as the top five cover songs by famous bands, but we're really going to get into so much more than that. And so uh, great, great job by you with the idea. And I think the first thing we're going to do is you're going to kind of, why don't you tell us the three different categories of, of, of cover songs uh, that we're probably going to explore tonight as we eventually try to pick our top five. Sure. So um, uh, before I do that, I guess um, the funny thing is like how I uh, thought of this was, uh, I guess, uh, roaming around on Spotify. Yep. And uh, Soul Asylum has a couple like really good covers. Yeah, they do. And it's like, okay. I never heard these before. This is awesome. And I love cover tunes. I love when they're done well. And so uh, that's when I reached out to you. And uh, there's certainly three different types of covers, in my opinion, that I sent you. Um, there's a straightaway cover. So the band just, you know, straight away does the, does the cover. There's ones that the artists make their own. Yep. So like they like put their twist on it yep. which is cool too and then there's covers that we didn't realize were actually covers mm-hmm. like a lot of people in the uh, in the world don't know that these are actually cover tunes that's right exactly and so for instance and I know you probably have examples too but let's see if let's see if I'm playing the game the right way okay mm-hmm. um, so let's talk about uh, cover songs that are either vastly superior and or just completely different musical arrangements. So, so, somewhat what you said about making it your own, right? right? So I like to call this the Joe Cocker All-Stars because Joe, Joe Cocker's Get By With a Little Help From My Friends uh, is, is the Beatles, the greatest pop band, the inventors of pop rock and roll, right? 
And, right. and my man found a way to essentially make a better version of their song. And, and, and it wasn't just that song. I mean, he did You Are So Beautiful, The Letter, Feeling All Right. He made his own versions that were so rocking. And so he's like the all-star guy of doing this. Who, who's an example you have of, of, a, of a group doing this? So I'm jumping into it way early, but Sturgill Simpson. Mm, totally. Uh, if you're not familiar with Sturgill Simpson... Um, I am not a huge country guy, but yeah. he is uh, totally outlaw country, not pop country. Yep. And he has a couple really good uh, cover songs. He covers Nirvana in Bloom, and then uh, our wedding song. Uh, not by the way, sorry folks, not Carl in my wedding song. If we were married, no, that'd no, be cool. No, no. But he is already betrothed. Amy, Amy in my wedding song. <laughs> I just want to give Amy a shout out. You know what I mean? All right, Gavin. Uh, and I did not get married. Um, Amy and I did. Yes. Uh, but the, the Promise uh, by When in Rome. And yeah. it's completely different. It's a, it's arranged differently. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. It's at the end of your playlist. Really quickly, whenever Carl comes on and it's about music, he likes to do a playlist to accompany the appearance. And he did not disappoint this time. You're, what, what's it called on Spotify? It's just called Cover Songs. Um, I should probably uh, put a more creative name to it, but we'll link it to this podcast. But yep. um, the promise by by you know when in Rome, covered by Sturgill Simpson, fantastic song, incredible. And it's I, awesome. when I heard, I didn't even know who Sturgill Simpson was, but then when I heard the In Bloom version, the Nirvana cover, perfect example. Uh, a couple other quick examples on my end. I mean, and I'm going to get into these guys later, but UB40 with Red Red Wine. Um, Rod Stewart was really good at this. The Boys in the Hood by Dynamite Hack, the Ghetto Boys cover. Perfect. Uh, the ska version of Take On Me by Real Big Fish. Pretty much anything Ryan Adams has done, including Wonderwall. Uh, another one that Carl's got a couple on his playlist, Johnny Cash. has done some great like 2000s rock covers that he made his own. Uh, so Johnny Cash like pretty much has a full album of covers. Yeah, and they're great because Johnny it was Cash. His last album, which was incredible, we'll get more into that. Yep. You know, a couple others that I have: I, I Will Survive by Cake, Gin and Juice by The Gourds. Um, honorable mention, I think, for David Lee Roth's Just a Gigolo. But really, you really, but you really got me, which is on your playlist by Van Halen. Mm. And then here's one that we didn't think about. It's not on the playlist, but I thought of last night, and you don't need to add it. But I gotta give him credit, even though I hate to do it. But Faith by Limp Biscuit. Okay, yeah, he's kind of a turd. Totally a turd. <laughs> totally a turd. Yeah. I, like I said, I hate to give him credit. Okay, so any other examples okay. for you in that Joe, Cock- Joe Cocker All Stars category? Or, or yeah, one more I'll throw in there is Primus. Mm. Uh, yep. At the Gar. So yep. they do a Pink Floyd cover, and it's completely less Claypool being less Claypool. Mm-hmm. Um, with his uh, bass riffs, and it's yeah. an incredible cover. Totally agree. So let's go into the straightaway covers. Well, I mean, there's a million versions of these. By, by the way, anybody can go to a pub tonight on a Friday night in their town and hear some straightaway covers. Um, just not, just probably not my famous bands. But anyway, what are some examples of straightaway covers in your opinion? Yeah, sure. Uh, Landslide by the Smashing Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Straightaway cover. Um, Let's see here. Um, Lodi by Tesla, mm-hmm. recorded in 1990 at the TLA in Philadelphia. First of all, shout out to the TLA, because I think a few other songs, including Signs, was also yeah. recorded there. It was a five-man acoustic jam album. It's and a great album. It's a good 
like straight through listen um there's a bunch of covers on that album mm-hmm. and really cool good stuff good good cause what else you got um so i'd say i'd say the van halen you really got me is kind of a straight away yeah i had trouble with that one the only thing i the only thing i felt was that the original version does not have two-hand guitar tap technique by eddie van halen so they kind of made it their own Okay. And I was actually going with on the record, the actual vinyl record. It starts with that version of Eruption. And a lot of times on uh, commercial terrestrial radio, at least when I was a kid, the rock stations in Boston would play those two tunes back to back. So you would get kind of the Eddie Van Halen, like doing his crazy crap right into You Really Got Me. And so to, to me, that, that, like, and that's, but you're right. It is very straight ahead. And it's just Van Halen being Van Halen. So I'm a, I agree with you that that's kind of a tweener. So MC5, Kick Out the Jams, mm-hmm. so covered by Presidents of the United States of America yeah. on their debut album, which is really cool. Yep. Um, I'd say, uh, let's see, uh, The Clash, I Fought the Wall. Totally. Yeah, straightaway cover. Um let's see. Yeah, I got, I got a couple here while you're looking. I, and I'll just rattle them off. Uh, Ring of Fire by Social Distortion. I, I mean, I, I feel like, it, it, the, yeah, it, it's more rocking than Johnny's, but it's still Johnny's song. You might think as a cover from the Cars by Weezer, which sounds just like the Weezer version, really. Um, Hurt by Johnny Cash. I feel like he makes it his own, but it's ways it, it's it's straight away because that song is so slow and like uh, stripped down as well. Um, yeah. But again, that's a tweener. Here's here's a straight up a straight ahead straight up straight ahead cover that stinks. Phil Collins can't hurry love. Terrible. I mean, how do you take a great song and make it worse? Phil Collins, you're a talented artist. It's karaoke style at best. Get out of here. Anyway, how about Faith No More, War Pigs. Yeah, it's just like That's a it's great. great. Cover and yep. they, I feel like it's a better song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a couple others I had in this category. I want to see if you agree. Uh, Careless Whisper by Seether. Perfect. That, by the way, is exotic dancing music right there. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Can dance to, uh, dance to uh, some grunge rock, right? Right. And speaking okay. of that. Straight, straight away cover in a big country. Mm-hmm. Okay. Originally by a big country. Covered by Mo. Yeah, I agree. I heard that last night on your playlist. I had never heard it before. It was great, and it was straight ahead. Speaking of exotic dancing music, Land of Confusion covered by Disturbed. Totally. Disturbed in general is exotic dancing music. (laughs) I'm saying it the best way I can. Um, And then, how do you feel about Smoking in the Boys or my Motley Crue as a straightaway cover? Um, So that is a good segue into the next, next type of cover. Nice. Go for it, Carl. So the next type of cover is the cover you didn't realize was a cover. <laughs> the best kind. The best kinds. The best kind. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, I guess should we go for the for the immediate? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The so Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Yeah. Is actually a cover. Yep. Unbeknownst to a lot Ken- of people. Kenny Rogers, right, Carl? No, it's it's um Or Willie Nelson? No, no, no. It's uh it's Dolly Parton. Oh wow, my bad. Way off. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a Dolly Parton song. Wow. Well I I'll say this. I'm actually naming this category, you know, 
the covers that you thought were originals, the Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You All-Stars. And, uh, I mean, I was listening to that song again last night, and it's not even a great song, but she's so transcendent, and her voice is so impossible to explain with words that it still gives you goosebumps even though you know, you know exactly what's coming. So you, you associate that song with Whitney Houston? No question. I just, I just thought it was by Kenny Rogers and Willie Nelson, and it's by Dolly Parton. So, yeah, I associate it with Whitney Houston. Here's another. Live and Let Die, but, mm. uh, uh, covered by Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I think you got a lot of people out there who are, a bit, who are older than us who would probably disagree with that. But yeah. I, I, I think that it's definitely a ver- – I would argue that it's Guns N' Roses making that song their own, but that's okay. That was an old school Bond song. Old school Bond song, Paul McCartney and Wings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about Talking Heads, Take Me to the River? Dude, I had no idea that was an Al Green song until yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, you literally um, no. Here's the thing. So Carl put the, the put the put the playlist up, and I was listening to it last night as I was prepping for the show. And everybody, it was weird because I'm like, why would he put a Talking Heads version of "Take Me to the River" when it's all cover songs? And then I had to do some research, and it, it was an Al Green song, and I, I've still never heard the Al Green song, and that's amazing. Perfect. Great, all great call. Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix. Totally agree. Hundred percent agree with that one. Yeah. Bob Dylan I mean, song. Bob Dylan song. Okay, and then let's. Uh, well, we can we can touch on the Nirvana stuff a little bit later, but sure. But Lake of Fire for sure, right? Lake of Fire, and, and there, there's a lot of them. But Man who stole the world, all that. Um, I'm going to touch, touch on that in a bit. Good. Okay. Well, um, here here's a here's an example of a song, another song that I didn't know until last night was a cover. You ready for it? Sure. Janis Joplin's "Me and Bobby McGee" is a cover. Really. By Chris Christopherson, originally. <laughs> That's awesome. Damn, right? Yeah. Another one that, that I just learned later, it was an original, because it came out when we were younger, but Urge Over Kills Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon. And that song is so great. It's a better version. It's Billy Idol, Moni Moni. Oh, my God, Moni Moni. Uh, Mad World by Gary Jules and Michael Andrews. Um, you know which one I love, too? Is I, I just love this song. It's My Life by No Doubt is a cover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people people will recognize that they're older, like you said. Right. Uh, they'll get that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean that could that could actually fall into two categories. A cover that you didn't know and, you know, she kind of made it her own. She so. made it her own and I would argue that it's better. Um, and then the last one I have and I mean I have more in this category, but that I'd give it as an example is Tainted Love by Soft Cell because I just thought the outro the baby, baby, where did our love go? Was just like an, an homage at the end. I didn't realize that the song "Tainted Love" had existed before until like recently. Phenomenal, phenomenal. So, folks, those are kind of the three categories. And what uh, Carl and I are going to do is talk through some of the songs, and then eventually, you know, we're going to pick we're going to pick our, our top fives. Um, and I got like seven or eight songs, and depending on what Carl picks, I may go to some of my backups to get them all out there, but. All these can be found. Phillips to Freestyle's Facebook page will have a link to Spotify for Carl's cover song on Spotify playlist. It's fantastic stuff. I listened to it last night. I'm going to listen to it all Memorial Day long. Um, all right, Carl, what do you, I mean, what do you want to get into some songs that, that are in the mix here? Or what, what are you thinking? I've got a clear number one that I want to save for last. Sure. Um, but, you know, I've, I've picked five. Uh, it's such a great list, too. I mean, yeah. Yep. It's tough to just pick five. And then, you know, I was toning it back, and then I, you know, 
it was tough to pick five, I guess is my point. Um, but I'll start right into it. Um, one of my favorites is uh, Metallica off the Garage Inc. album. Mm-hmm. So it's Metallica, so it's a bunch of people. So yeah. it's Metallica, Corrosion of Conformity, Jerry Cantrell and Sean Kinney of Alice in Chains, Jim Martin of Faith No More, John Popper of Blues Traveler, Les Claypool of Primus, and Gary Rosington, uh, an original member of Leonard Skinner, covering Tuesday's Gone. By Leonard Skinner. By Leonard Skinner. It is a great version. I had that CD when it came out. Um, everybody, everybody you just named gets a turn to kind of solo, which is neat. It's like a seven or eight or nine minute song. It's a totally long song. Like, you want to get your money's worth at Bar Jukebox? <laughs> yeah. Put Days Gone by Metallica on. Awesome. Awesome. And everybody will love it. But that, that, that's a favorite, for sure. That's a good one. I guess it was off of a Christmas with Metallica live radio session, which I'd love to spend Christmas with Metallica, you know? Yeah, that should be a contest somebody can win. Uh, Philip Buster Freestyle is going to do a Christmas with Carl and me, but that's a little bit less less of a hot, hot item. Why don't you throw one out there? All right, buddy. I'm going to throw one out here. And you mentioned these guys earlier. These guys are really good at at making covers their own, in my opinion. i got to go with Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses. Okay. And if you've seen them live, and folks who listen to the freestyle know that I have, uh, again, you know know what's coming, but it's awesome every time. And, And... that plays into a fun fact. We've mentioned Jimi Hendrix all on the Watchtower. We mentioned Knocking on Heaven's Door by Guns N' Roses. Bob Dylan covers getting performed better by somebody else. There's plentiful examples. Guns N' Roses, we said. Manfred Mann, I'll get into that one later. Jimi Hendrix, The Birds with Mr. Tambourine Man. There's so many. Like Bob Dylan basically wrote a bunch of jams. He was like, and then he basically just like put them out there in the ether. And it's not unlike when Leonard Cohen struggled to, to make a hallelujah hit never really took and then four iterations later Jeff Buckley got his hands on it and nailed it which uh, Malcolm Gladwell covered in, in Revisionist History my point is uh, Guns N' Roses took a Bob Dylan song and made it their own not surprising people do that all the time but that's one of my top five for sure awesome very cool um, I guess uh, my second that I'll talk about and kind of what spurred this conversation is um, not realizing that Soul Asylum did a couple really neat covers. Yeah. And I guess this was a part of their show. Um, you know, their live act. Uh, it's a Glenn Campbell original from 1969, Rhinestone Cowboy, which <laughs> is like like a totally cheesy song. Yep. It's been covered by a million people, including Radiohead, Bell and Sebastian, Lloyd Green, Charlie Pride, uh, Chris uh, Ledoux did a cover, Loretta Lynn, Yep. White Train, even Cher did a cover in 1975. Huh. But but this cover, um, it it has like it changes the song for me. Okay, so it takes it from like a like a completely cheesy song to a song that's got some grit and actually talks about the music industry. Cool. You know, like really, you know, wanting to make it and. Um, kind of dreaming of the the end game and everything. I, I just think it's a totally cool cover. Nice. Well, I'll say this: I didn't realize that they they also covered um, "Sexual Healing," which is not bad. And it's, it's it's the song that you open 
your your playlist with on Spotify. It's Marvin Gaye's classic. And honestly, I really liked it live. It was very good. So yeah. I will take your word for the Rhinestone Cowboy and I will give it a listen. I just didn't get to that one last night because it's a very copious playlist. All right, number two for me. And what I tried to do here, there's so many great ones, right? There's so many great ones. I'm probably not going to get a chance to name them all that I want to. But I'm just going to go with one that I feel like this is an example of taking an iconic song, a song that would be impossible to do justice to, and being able to find a way to put a twist on it, which makes it so awesome. And that would be the Gypsy Kings version of Hotel California. Excellent. It's in Spanish. It's in an iconic scene from an iconic Big Lebowski movie. The Jesus. Yeah, it's in, it's, in it's in a scene where they give us a little bit of the backstory on the Jesus. Uh, you know, he's a great bowler. You know, he's, you know, anyway. No, nobody Fs with the Jesus. That's right. And so anyway, that song is phenomenal. It's a great, it's great Spanish, you know, Spanish, Mexican, you know, mariachi style guitar, if you will. It's, it's fantastic. It's in Spanish. It's a great twist on a, on a classic. Um, and, you know, anyway, so that's, that's one for me. Okay. So we talked about Johnny Cash. Yep. And he essentially, at the end of his career, had a whole album of cover songs. Yeah. And, you know, you would think that, like, to be covered by Johnny Cash would be, like, such an honor. Well, apparently how this song happened uh, really wasn't that way at first. So... Uh, Rick Rubin uh, had called Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails yep. said, hey, would you mind if Johnny Cash covers your song, Her? Johnny and Trent Reznor had never met and never did meet. Hmm. And um, Trent Reznor was like, yeah, okay, fine. Until he got a CD in the mail of the song and he was like kind of put off. Like he didn't like it. Um uh, from what he said, like that's his most personal song, and he really was put off until he saw the music video and what Johnny Cash did with it. Yeah, and then great video. Trent Reznor got it. It was a different interpretation by Johnny Cash than what Trent Reznor had done with the song. And uh, Trent Reznor, uh, you know, at the end was very cool with it. Still had never met Johnny Cash. This was Johnny Cash's last song he recorded. Yeah. Cool, man. And, and a really neat cover. Yeah, it's a good version. And his version of Rusty Cage by Soundgarden is just otherworldly, in my opinion. That, that whole album is really neat. Um, he's got a whole album of covers. Yeah. And very cool. For sure. Um, I'm just going to say my number six, because I don't know that you're going to say it, but and you mentioned it earlier, but... You just can't beat Money Money by Billy Idol. Holy crap. So good. It's not in my top five, but it's definitely my number six. Um, here's one. Okay. So I like I, what I tried to do because there's so many great covers, right? I tried to think of versions that either were personal to me or like were a really cool twist, right? Yeah. This one is, I think, super ironic in that it's a cover song by the guy who wrote the song. But he let somebody else make it famous first, talking about nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor's classic that Prince gave to her, and then Prince's version of it, completely different, really cool, and then you're like, oh yeah, but he wrote the damn song. Right. (laughs) And it's crazy because I actually did a little bit of research. 
It's also been covered by, I mean, countless acts, but Chris Cornell, the Dixie Chicks, Capital Cities, Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, like a lot of different groups have tried to cover this song. I think it's ironic that Prince gave it away. It was a massive smash, and he ended up covering his own his own song. So kind of the limitations we ran into with using Spotify for this list is... is Prince is not available, right? Uh, the Chris Cornell version is not available. Yeah. Or it would have been on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay, uh, That's okay. Um, um, I guess it's a good segue into uh, a really weird kind of cover, but really great job um, that I sent you is uh, uh, by a band called Pussifer, uh, headed by uh, the lead singer of... Um, oh, jeez. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Maynard Keenard, right? Maynard James Keenan. And they cover um, they cover Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it's a, it's a phenomenal cover. Yeah. It's a hard can't song to cover, too. I mean, that's a hard song to cover. Can't find it anywhere but YouTube. Yeah, so check that out, folks. Not maybe, on the list. Maybe, maybe we'll put that link on there. Maybe we will. Maybe you should throw it up on the Filibuster Freestyle Facebook page. That's a lot of Fs right there. Um, so another one for me, by the way, a couple honorable, honorable mentions really quickly. Uh, Scarlet Begonias by Sublime. Really good. Great. Sweet um, Dreams Were Made of This by Marilyn Manson. I actually saw that video at a cafe in Italy three weeks ago. And me and the, me and the barista guy were talking about how Marilyn Manson is just so weird, but so awesome. So anyway, uh, that was kind of cool. Blue Monday's version of, uh, sorry, Orgy's version of Blue Monday. I, I would put that in the category of thought it was their song first. Um, anyway, uh, I gotta go with, oh no, here it is, hold on, my fault. Oh yeah, yeah, I mentioned it earlier, but UB40's Red Red Wine, I mean, they, they, they knock it out of the park, they make it a reggae version, it was a smash hit in the late 80s, early 90s, I, I would think Red Red Wine was their song, I can't believe it was like a Neil Diamond song, and the Neil Diamond song's pretty good, but... I got to give Ray Ray Ryan credit where it's due. To me, it is my first ever totally fooled that this was an original song. Oh, wait, it's just an amazing, totally cool take on a cover. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, So I guess uh, I'll go into Nirvana. Yeah, let's go into Nirvana. And uh, just to be perfectly clear, um, I feel the same way about Nirvana as I do about the Beatles, and I hope I don't offend anyone. I am not a huge fan of Nirvana. I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles. Sure. I totally respect what they did for music. Well, they both, they both in their own right, changed the direction of an entire industry and culture. Right. Yeah. And I think everyone can agree, Nirvana's unplugged, uh, November 18th, 1993, unplugged, uh, performance was iconic. Yeah, it was. It was absolutely that. It was a hundred percent that. Almost all cover songs. Do you want to know the funny story about that? Is um, I read I read one of Kurt's you know unauthorized biographies back in the day, and the reason they did so many covers is because um, he had been like sick, and they didn't have time to do a bunch of new arrangements for their songs, so. They kind of picked some stuff that they all kind of knew, and like, and it's just kind of a cool deal, you know? Yeah, and they partnered up with a band that wasn't terribly popular at the time, but 
a band that Kurt was uh, really uh, um, actually a fan of, uh, the Meat Puppets. Yep. And so they partnered up with the Meat Puppets. Um, they asked them, like, hey, can we play three of your songs? Yep. And the Meat Puppets said, yeah, can we play along with you? So Kurt and Chris Kirkwood, uh, I'm assuming brothers, um, that were in the Meat Puppets, played on stage with Nirvana for that show, but they were they were in the, the crowd, and then like when their songs came up, they were asked to come up and then perform. Yeah, cool. The three songs were Plateau, Omi, and Lake of Fire. Great. And we, we all associate Lake of Fire with Nirvana. Yeah. But that's a Meat Puppets song. <laughs> no question. And it's, it's, it's probably the best, it's probably the best song on that record. Like on that I, live concert, that's probably the best song. Yeah, I really think so. So that that's my that's my uh, getting down to my number two. And again, um, you know, I prefaced it, but I'm not a huge Nirvana guy, but I really think that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's something. Speaking to people who aren't huge guys um, or huge huge fans of guys, I should say. But again, folks who listen to the show know that our our very own pundit Roscoe P of Drilling Threes has a very one-sided beef with the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Ro- I'm, I'm the same way. Roscoe just hates Bruce Springsteen, something fierce. And so, Roscoe, this one's for you because Manfred Mann does a version of Blinded by the Light, which is so far superior to the man who wrote that song first, Bruce Springsteen's version of Blinded by the Light. So much so that not only do people think that it's an original work by Manfred Mann, but I was doing some research last night on something like ultimateclassicrock.com, and they named that one of the five songs that is so superior to its original interpretation that it should literally just not even be credited to the person who wrote it anymore type deal. Um, So anyway, Roscoe, you hate Bruce Springsteen. I don't know how you feel about Manfred Mann. But Manfred Mann, fun fact, had a number one hit in the 70s with Blinded by the Light, which they took from Bruce Springsteen. And in the 60s, they covered Bob Dylan's The Mighty Quinn and also hit a number one. So they co-opted Dylan, which everybody does, and they co-opted The Boss. I'm not saying it's my number one, but I'm saying it's my number one favorite way to stick it to The Boss on behalf of my man Roscoe P. And a great cover tune, Manfred Mann's Blinded by the Light. Excellent. Excellent way to stick it to the boss. Sorry, boss. <laughs> it's Memorial Day. It's a long weekend. Screw you, boss. Hey, by the way, boss, if you ever want to come on. Correct. And by the way, not my real boss, but the boss, Bruce Springsteen. My real yeah. boss is a cool dude. Anyway. Um, yeah, man. So no question. I mean, I love to have the boss on. I love it. You know what I really want? I would love to just be the elephant in the room for the Roscoe P. Bruce Springsteen Summit presented by filibusterfreestyle.com. That's all I want in my life. I feel like he would nerd out. Like I feel like he would he would he would try to play it cool, but he would nerd out. I think it'd be great if Roscoe went full wrestling heel and was like, "Yeah, you've no idea who I am, but I can't stand you." <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> I know Roscoe will hopefully listen, and uh, hopefully he'll, he'll next time he's on, he can we can talk about his future podcast with the boss. All right, um, man, let's get to your number one. I'm down to I'm down to one, and uh, it's a clear number one for me. Okay. Um, so it's a again. I'm not a huge Beatles guy, but yep. when you have two Wilburys and Prince <laughs> covering the song, uh, I'm pretty pretty good 
that. So while my my guitar gently weeps mm-hmm. by Jeff Lynn with Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, and Prince. Yep. I mean, uh, it was amazing. It was at the it was at one of the one of the early Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions, right? Tom Petty said that they did three like practice tape takes. And Prince did a different guitar solo every time. Dude, Prince and, is so awesome. And Tom Petty was just blown away, and he was like, I can't keep up with Prince. Yeah. And, like, uh, if you watch it, the, basically they have that they have that, that, that footage during the, the end of the show. That, that song plays out the show the year they did it, and they just roll the credits over it. And, yeah, like, Prince is, like, giving a full-on Prince performance. It's phenomenal. Yeah, and I'd say Prince is a honorary Wilbury in that act. No doubt. Yeah. And what's cool, too, actually, is that George Harrison wrote that song, and he was also in the Wilburys. He was, he was a, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. And yeah. So what an homage. For two guys to be, like, completely blown away by Prince's ability to play guitar. Yep. Um, and by the way, they're Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah, they're Wilburys. <laughs> I think in multiple acts. Yeah, exactly. Like Tom Petty's in on his own and as a Wilbury. Jeff Lynne, I think, is in like with ELO and as a Wilbury. Right. And if the right. Wilburys aren't in, they should be because they're all Hall of Famers. Is my point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They should be. I mean, yeah. Roy Orbison's okay. a Hall of Famer. You know, uh, George Harrison's clearly a Hall of Famer. So anyway, they got to spread it around for uh, cranky guys that don't show up, like uh, like my my buddy. You know. Mark Knopfler or who? Yeah, Mark Knopfler. Yeah, you love you love yourself some Mark Knopfler, but I couldn't give him any love. He wouldn't I'm even show up. It's total I'm BS. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's joined the, uh, the cranky uh, British old guys club. I know? mean, even, at least Steve Perry showed up two years ago. He didn't sing, but he showed up. <laughs> Should have been gone! Anyway, uh, I love O'Sherry. And I just want to give one more. So I mentioned, this is my, this is kind of my like fun like irony so we talked about how Red Red Wine was like a Neil Diamond song and UB40 made it like a reggae song, correct? Right. Well, I like this. This is just my honorable mention and then we can get out of here or finish up business or whatever. But I like how uh, the Fugees took one of the most iconic reggae pop songs of all time, No Woman, No Cry, and made it – somehow made it their own and made it, made it a hit because, I mean, Lauryn Hill doesn't sing on that. It's all Wyclef. Um, it's basically a verbatim cover with kind of a, more like a Fuji's hip hop spin, but, it, but it was like a big hit and it's a cool, it's a cool version. It's a very cool version of that song. So a little bit of love for Wyclef Jean there. That's all. Very cool. All right, man. Well, you got anything else or what do you think? That's all I have. Fantastic. Well, listen, this was a great idea. It's a great playlist, cover songs by Carl Ray on Spotify. We'll link it up to the Facebook page this weekend. Uh, great way to have a soundtrack for your Memorial Day weekend festivities for all your summer driving. Um, the best part about Spotify is it's available all over the darn world, certainly in America, but all over the darn world. So listen to it all summer, folks, and check us out at thefilibusterfreestyle.com. Big Celtics game in a half an hour, game six. I'm oh, excited, yeah. very excited. Uh, I stopped watching after the Sixers uh went down so yeah i feel you man i feel you well hey you guys get that super bowl and i know you guys are enjoying <laughs> it i know you're enjoying it so uh, so i know amy's enjoying it your lovely bride oh, yeah. huge eagles oh, yeah. fan so congrats to her on that on that and uh and again a great wedding song uh yeah. for you guys by sturgill sturgill what was his what's his last name sturgill simpson simpson yeah huh? 
The Promise. Dude, Sir Joel Simpson's really good. And his version of Nirvana's In Bloom is fantastic. So, all right, Carl, we'll leave it there. Stick around for a second. We'll say goodbye. But everybody else, have a great Memorial Day. Carl, thanks for being on. Thank you. All right, guys. Everybody enjoy. Be safe out there. Filibuster Freestyle.